Welcome back. Welcome back to Bravo Bibs. We're here again. I'm Ailey. <laughs> and I'm Ashley. I feel like we should start introducing ourselves like every so, so often. So that people can tell our voices. Well, so if there are any new listeners, and we should be like, this is Bravo Bibliophiles. We are a podcast about Bravo where we read and review books written by yeah, Bravo I mean, Liberty. I would like to call out our success on Instagram of <laughs> Leva Appreciation Day. Yes. Um, we got a lot of like love from the Southern Charm cast. Yes, we did. When we posted Leva Appreciation Day. And then we recast Southern Charm as Real Housewives of South... Of Charleston. Yes. North Carolina? South, South Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah. Um, anyway, and so our cast was Leva and Vanita, obviously, mm-hmm. and they're like the work, like the, the like, the leaders of diversity. Yeah. And like, just like smartness and like cuteness. Yeah. And then Madison for hair and body. Um, <laughs> Overall beauty. Mm-hmm. Cam. Yes. Chelsea for house. And also and beauty and body. And hair. And... Naomi for body and hot boyfriend. And beauty also. Okay. And so hot boyfriend. A hot boyfriend for sure. Um Leva has a hot husband, so she's also true, in that category. True. Um Chelsea had a hot boyfriend. I don't know if they're yeah. still together. Are they living on a sailboat Chelsea, together? Who let knows? us know. I need to know. Yeah, fill us in. Chelsea. Chelsea. Um, yeah, so we did get a lot of love. I also want to call to attention, we were supposed to talk about this last week. Um okay. speaking of appreciation. You got an award at work. <laughs> <laughs> you received an um, honor not at your like place. Nitpicky, but I got two. Awards, and I, okay, so. so I wanna I want the readers, the listeners to know. Just and so I you wanna know, hear I'm a corporate bitch. And <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about your awards. Oh, it's just for, you know, innovation and overall awesomeness for <laughs> doing the first virtual event that our company had yeah so like keeping our like helping to keep our company afloat during covid times i don't want to like give too much away because like i don't want my our ceo to listen to this podcast but like i really like my company they sent me flowers after my step-grandpa died and i was like that is this like nobody's ever done that for me yeah so like and then I won this award. I was nominated by by our VP and he has just like been so supportive of myself and my work wife. Yeah. Um that it's just like nice yeah. to get that cuz I wasn't getting that at my other job, my like other company. I wanted to um obviously praise you for it, but then you I wanted you to also make fun of it because when I acknowledged it, you were like, oh, well, one of them I have to share. Yeah, so <laughs> the company, uh, so the other one I got was for just the general event marketing and operations teams, mm-hmm. which is like probably 30 people. Yeah. And someone on our team asked if we were each getting our own trophy and they said, no, it's a trophy to share. <laughs> So, so do you guys so, like weekly pass it to each other? Like you uh, can have it on your desk this week. But like we're all in different locations, so no. So you're not gonna ship it. Most likely they'll have it at our home, like our main office. Okay. But like somebody have somebody take a picture and then you can frame it and put it on your desk. Perfect. It'd be just but like, like hopefully I'll get a trophy for the other one. I hope so. But um so we get a trophy and a sticker to put in our signature. Our email signature. Oh my. And business card. What an honor. So 
That's what we win. And business cards? Yeah. Oh my God, that's legit. So, so when the world opens back up and you are hitting on people at a bar, uh-huh. now you can pass along a business like, card. I'm an Ebby Award winner. That says, not only are you a marketing director, yeah. but you are also an award-winning marketing yeah. director. And I won first prize at a beautiful baby contest. So, so like, the awards are me. stacking up. Yeah. I'm sorry, do you have a trophy case in your home? I, I am getting Because one. it sounds like you're going to have one. one on order. I have never gotten an award. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you count like participation trophies <laughs> that you get like at the end of T-ball season. I, um, uh, my softball team won state and nationals or whatever, but I was basically a bench warmer. It so <laughs> doesn't matter. You were there. I threw away all of my medals <gasps> and trophies from that Oh, because I was like, fuck you. I was a bench warmer. <laughs> doesn't matter. You were still there. Yeah. You were part of the team. That's all that matters. Ugh, gross. Um, I, that's a lie. So I have gotten two awards mm. and they were legit and they made me feel proud. What were they? They were certificates that were created by someone on my team in a work baking competition. Oh. And I, <laughs> between the six people that participated, <laughs> was first place. Two times in uh, a row. Duh, you you're the much. queen of baking. So that's that. Um, and I. Do you, where are they? They're not like framed in your kitchen. <laughs> they were in frames, like for my desk. Oh at my, my god! Old job. <laughs> but I threw them away. Okay. So uh, they. Well, I mean, sorry yeah, to the girl not... that took the time to make them, but you know, I hold it in my heart. I just, I don't need those. It's displays stamped my on your heart. Definitely, definitely. It's like a brand on Yellowstone Ranch. I wouldn't know because I haven't watched Yellowstone. And I you've been watching Yellowstone. Am, I finished it. Oh, okay. And I mean... Isn't there another season like coming out or something or... Yeah, I, mean, I think there should be another season coming out. But like Kevin Costner is kind of hot. He can still get it? Yeah. Nice. I mean, I'm into a cowboy. I know you are. Garth conversation last last week. I think yeah. told everybody they, everything they needed to know. Garth is stamped. I have a GB stamped on my heart. Mm-hmm. Do you have a CG on your heart? Nope. <laughs> you should. Maybe a TGB. What's a TGB? Troyal Garth Brooks. Troyal? Mm-hmm. What is that? That's his name. What? Uh-huh. Everybody. <laughs> I'm learning this for the first time. Troyal? Uh-huh. Troyal. Yeah. That's not a name. It's his name. How is it spelled? Let me look. Like Troy L? Yeah, I think so. Let me see. Okay, this is this is silliness. It's real. I I believe you. I was just like, what is Troyal? T R O Y A L. Okay, that must be. Where is he from? Oklahoma. Yes, that must be an Oklahoma thing. Somebody, if you're listening in Oklahoma, tell us if you've ever had a classmate with that name. Well, I've never if you heard it. graduated in nineteen seventy six, maybe. You know his graduation year? Well, he, like, he was born in 1962. It's probably in your Garth book that you have. Probably. So, 1962, so 70, he was 8. So, he's a year older than my mother. Sorry, so mom, for outing your age. So, then 10. So, 1980? Oh, okay. I mean, he's not that much older than me. <laughs> is my mom that much older than you? Is your mom 58? My mom is 50. Yeah, she's no, she's 57. She She'll be 58 totally this year. totally date Garth, but it's not happening, Darcy. She so. wishes. My mom would totally let nope. her get it. Nope. 
Um, but she's also not a homewrecker, and she loves Trisha Yearwood, I'm sure. So. Ugh. Well, we already talked about Trisha. Yeah, we don't need to talk about her horrible cooking show any any further. Um, Anyway, what else is going on this week in your little life? Um, I got my hair done. (gasps) I know, and it looks incredible. It was like a three to four hour process. Yeah. But worth it. It always is. Worth it. it. I'm currently wearing a stocking cap to cover my line on my forehead. Your line? What do you mean? Like, I need Botox. Oh, shut up. Whatever. Don't raise your eyebrows at me to show me <laughs> one wrinkle. Um, so you're just going to wear a hat from now on? or No, I just like felt, really felt it today. Okay. Well, your hair looks great. Thank you. Um, it's I was blonder. really looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, so I was saying when you came in, it was more like of an ashy blonde now, as opposed to like a golden blonde, mm-hmm. which I think is more flattering to your skin tone. Yes. I love it. Thank you. Carly did a great job. I mean, Carly is the best hairstylist in Kansas City. Yep. If you're here, look her up. Mm -hmm. She's the bomb. Yeah. And she has a great assistant. If you're not, like, maybe just come to Kansas City to get your hair done. Yeah. If you you have the means. Yeah. Please do. Yeah. Um, I skipped my hair appointment because we were supposed to have one on the same day. Mm -hmm. Because my hair still looks decent. And I didn't feel like I needed a four-hour appointment. You didn't want the money piece. No. My money piece is still popping off. Okay. Um, So, I don't know that I... I don't need it. Yeah. Yet. I mean, it's better to save money because God knows. It is a very pricey to get your hair done. It really is. And it's an investment. And it's like, it's the one thing I like really spend money on. Same. You know, like I love skincare, but there's a brand, if you guys haven't heard, called The Ordinary that's like dirt cheap and I don't understand why and I hope they don't realize that they are. They won't. They're, They're like the honest, clean, like upfront skincare company they've been around forever i know but like why so it's like because i've been following this skincare don't look at my skin right now because your skin looks great um i have some breakouts because i ran out of my exfoliating solution which is a bha Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. i didn't like i wasn't going to order it but then i ordered it okay um because it's a little more expensive it's from paula's choice okay but anyway i do the three-step moisture method which is moisturizing on top of wet skin. So I do hyaluronic acid and then I use, I'm currently using the ordinary moisturizing factors lotion. That's what I have too. Yeah. So love it. Ordinary. And like, and it's it's like for a big tube of moisturizer, it's $8. Yeah. And it's so I've been using the retinol. But like, it's not like you're buying Neutrogena retinol with like fake, rose scent yeah. and like what a tea tree oil it's literally it's like just the ingredient legitimately it's yeah. up front and what i've learned from elena is buy it like if it has like the percentage of the acid or whatever chemical it is mm-hmm. like that's safer you need to like pay attention to the um ingredients in your skincare a hundred percent but so anyways the ordinary like i take care of my skin i have a skincare regimen every night blah 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 and, but it doesn't cost me that much. The no. one thing I spend real money on is my hair. Yeah. Exactly. And it's twice a year that I get it done, like, right. completely. And so. I think I need to start spending money on my eyebrows, but um, I haven't been. Yeah. So my sister might be getting a job as, um, like, she's a nurse practitioner, but she's she might have a job at this, like, new, like, wellness place. Sarah. And they do, like, Botox and facials and stuff. Sarah, I have a line on my forehead. I know. 
and she was like, I think there might be like a family discount. I'm like, fucking. Can I up. pretend I'll I'm be a family? Bef- I'll be a before and after. I don't care. Can you I? can use my full face. Can I be a family? Of course. I mean, I'm basically anyway. So a that's a TBD. I don't know if she's actually gonna take that. But job, I wouldn't but... like trust just anyone with my skin. So like, no. or my face. And so. my sister's like a nurse practitioner. Like she's a she'll real be honest. medical professional. Yeah. And because like I was at a brunch one time and this girl was talking about like getting her like she was a nurse and she was talking about getting you were at brunch without me. Yeah, for Serena's birthday, mm. you were mm-hmm. out of town. Um, I'll allow it. <laughs> anyway, one of the girls there was talking. Hopefully, she doesn't listen to this podcast. Mm, I hope I, she does. But anyway, she was talking about getting her license, and I was like, "But you like have no passion or know anything about this, like Botox yeah. or anything." So, like, I wouldn't trust you to do my face. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's your face. Yeah. No, I don't want to look like I had anything done. Um. Your skin looks great. Your hair looks great. Thank you. You haven't said anything about my hair. Uh, your skin looks great. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been wondering how to do my hair like that, though. You've been have stopped. You? Ha- You've I've been stopped. I have many stopped places. at Aldi um, by a crazy old woman who asked me. Your how highlights I did. do look great. Thanks, but like your hair is up. Since so no I can't one can really... see me, I have... I complimented your hair like last week. I remember. Know. I know. And I I read the text out loud to Josh because it made me laugh. Because I posted something on my Instagram about doing kitchen reno. Mm -hmm. And you were like, what are you doing? Your hair looks perfect this morning. But that's what's up with me is kitchen renovations. Yeah. So tell us about what's happening in your life. Um, Well, as we discussed last week, I'm moving in with Joshua. So my condition on moving in with him is that he had to redo the kitchen because his house is old mine's old but it was flipped when i bought it and his is not so his kitchen is fine like we've cooked in it many times but i hate to use the word professional but i do bake a lot for paying customers and so i have to have like a big oven and his is like one of those that's on the wall Mm -hmm. and so it's small and it's fine if we're like making asparagus but like i can't bake a cake in there so i was like if you want me to move in here then like there's no ifs, ands, or buts. There has to be a new oven in here. So he's like, well, let's just do everything. So we are we ripped up the floor yesterday. We're going to be ripping out the backsplash today. Um, he's making new cabinet doors. We are picking out paint. Like, doing Legit. all of it. So that's what I've been doing the last day and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fun because I actually I like doing that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really excited to have, like, a fresh new kitchen. Yeah, it'll be so pretty. And I found a renter for my home, which we talked about last week. But I'm excited. Yeah. Things are moving along. It's like you're an adult now. I'm a real grown-up, I guess. Mm-hmm. Making my own new kitchen. Yeah. So, yeah, and I'm a slumlord on top of it. Yeah. Just kidding. My house is very nice. Not a slum. Not a slum. You are Suzanne a will not be living in the slums. No. No, um, I mean, she wouldn't live here if she didn't like it. No. Um, yeah, so that's it. That's my life. Just doing kitchen renovations. And also his entire home will be renovated. But you're going to help me with that. In time. 
in due time. Everything I say, I'm like, um, Josh, he's like, what else do we need to do to the house? I'm like, well, just this one little thing. Like, <laughs> Wait until I get there. Josh is going to so be like. So many things. No, she's never coming over. Yeah, <laughs> like one thing at a time. Like we obviously can't do it all at once, but there's a lot that needs yeah. to be changed. Yeah. So we'll but get there. It's exciting. It's fun to like redecorate and stuff. I know. Well, it's not even just redecorating. It's redoing. Rooms. Right. Ripping out old shit. Repainting. Painting, new furniture. I'm just new... surprised that he's, like, not done that already. He's done stuff to his taste level. Yeah, and then you're redoing it to But I'm redoing everything. So he's done, like, some things, and I'm like, that looks great, but I'm going to be changing it. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love you. <laughs> but he doesn't care. He's just like, whatever makes you happy, like, we'll just do that. So, yeah. He's well, an angel. You have a lot of time with COVID and... I know, so we won't be traveling this year like we thought. Like, we wanted to go to Europe and have this, like, big two-week vacation, but it's just, like, if we can afford to take two weeks off... You're going to do renos. Those two weeks would be spent in quarantine wherever we go. Mm-hmm. So we might as well just take the money and spend it on renovations, and then we'll travel next year. Yeah, exactly. So. Unless you have kids, and then... Blech! Buy, buy travel. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> Not in the next year. Are you kidding? Never. Okay, anyways, we can stop talking about that. But um, anything else we should cover before we go to Bravo topics? I have a Um, lot to say about Bravo. No, I think we should just move on. Okay, so I don't literally care about any show on Bravo right now except for Salt Lake City and Southern Charm. Okay, I was just going to say on Real Housewives of Atlanta, um, one, the new girl. In her relationship, her husband Ralph. I don't know why I remember his name. Oh not yeah, because his name's Ralph. They feel like I feel like they don't even know each other. No, like they're strange together. I feel um, like they're like teenagers. Yeah, they just like it's, they're like a high school. Like when they girlfriend. talk to each other, it's like they're meeting for the third yeah. time or yeah. something. Um, Portia, why is Dennis still? around. Portia is my queen. Yeah. I love her so much. Every interview that she has, she's like, so all of her, funny. Like, she's always on point. She's hilarious. She yeah. always looks gorgeous. Like she's a good friend. Yeah. She doesn't she's a good anyone. person. Like, she's a good mom. She she's loves, funny. She's beautiful. She's yeah. She's here for social justice. Yes. As we've all seen. I love her. She's in the housewives hall of fame for sure. Right. Um, and then Marlo's hazmat suit. <laughs> so was stupid. quite amazing for me um i want to know why she's not a full cast member i posted that on our instagram yeah. and people were commenting about her criminal past yeah so you googled it and i want to know what you found so it's pretty brutal like she beat up another woman over a dude i think come on but so like she was in her 20s we can forgive thomas is a rapist jack is a, <laughs> true god true, knows true. what like touche how many yeah. I mean, Teresa yeah. hasn't been in prison. Um, yeah. All of Tinsley has a mugshot. Luann has a mugshot. Yeah. Like, we can forgive. Mm-hmm. I so, agree. I think Marlo needs a peach. Okay. I think she deserves one at this point. She's been around long enough. She's a MVP in my book. And obviously, if she was that horrible of a person, she would have not right. been she put wouldn't in even charge been of her like, two nephews. And she wouldn't even be a cursory, like, person on Bravo. Right. But, like, a... Legally speaking, a judge would not look at her and be like, you have guardianship of these right. two children if she was, like, a threat to society. We all make mistakes. Yeah. I have never beat anybody I up. I have never been any- beat anybody up outside of my siblings. Once I spanked my dog and I still feel guilty <laughs> What do you mean, it? once? 
You well, spank him all the time, unless you had like a real laugh. But like a I real, a real, like when he was a puppy. <laughs> One time he just like was not like he kept wanting to go outside in the middle of the night like animal five control times and i was like no <laughs> and i like he was you know how little he was you lost your mind on i that lost my marbles dog. at 2 a.m and i smacked my little hamster and now i don't think he's ever forgiven me. i think he's forgiven you um he probably forgot about it in 10 minutes because <laughs> like he didn't story. ask to go outside again so, <laughs> so you know what there you go Lesson learned by you and by I could have used a sw- fly swatter or something, but I just used that would have hurt more. I know he was because I think catches air. He was so little. Um, he so. was very little. I think he's okay. Okay. Um, I am gonna report you. Okay. But. <laughs> My mom has custody if I can't if I can't care for him. Good because I can't. I can't handle him <laughs> and Marley. There's no way you would. He would die. He I would, would like smack him more than you ever have even thought about it. I know. My mom always says, like, we saved him because nobody is ever going to love him as much as me. That's 100%. (laughs) Like, but no one's going to love Marley as much as I love her. Like, I don't expect anyone to. Like, I look at her like you look at Louie, and I'm like, God, she's so fucking cute. I just want to squeeze her fucking face off. Mm -hmm. But, like... And Louie farts in my face, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, no. I don't love Marley when she does that, but... Like, I don't expect anyone else to feel that way about her. Yeah, I do expect everyone to feel that way about Louie. And well, mostly that's people where we're do. going wrong. Mostly people enjoy looking at Louie. Serena is the only friend of ours that gives Louie the attention that you want well, to Well, his him. aunties all love him. Am I so his auntie? Much. You've never claimed to be his auntie, but Ashley and Sarah and Carly have all claimed to be his auntie. Yeah. I love Louie because he's your dog, mm-hmm. but like, I don't love anyone's this animal. This is a therapy appointment. <laughs> I don't love anyone's animals or children as much as like well, they do. Louie has. And I will never claim aunties. To. Yeah. So. Well, are you Marley's auntie? No, because I don't think that you want me to be, but I am Pearl and Bernie's aunt. You can be Marley's auntie. Okay. I think you only want to be if I want to be. Louis yeah, I don't want it to be uneven. Oh, yeah, then no. <laughs> <laughs> I love Louie. I wish the best for him. I, you know, I want him to have a good life, which he does. I just don't want to own him. I don't You'll want never him. own him because, like, the only person that has to love me will own him. <laughs> okay. So and that's mom. my mom. Got it. Okay, perfect. Um, your mom is a saint. I love her so much. She hates animals. <laughs> <laughs> which is a testament <laughs> Because if you hate animals, but you love Louie... You know what? Like... Side note, I do have one more thing to say. Oh. My aunt wants a new dog, mm-hmm. and she wants a Yorkie. So I've been, like, looking for Yorkies, but then I found Corgis. Oopsies. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I better stop doing oh this. Oh my god, get one. I can't. Why? I can't. Because yeah. my mom said no. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> your mom is not living in your home. She said she wouldn't babysit him. Yes, she would. I bet she was like, I'm not babysitting Louie when you first got him. And no, then she, she didn't. Fell in love. She, wanted, she wanted me to get Louie. If you got a corgi, she would fall She in said they're ugly. <gasps> what? <laughs> yes. She said it multiple times. That is absolutely untrue. I know. Martha would change her mind the second she saw your corgi puppy. I'm sorry. She would. <laughs> it's simple as that. I just, I need, I, I just need 
if I see one for adoption, like it might just happen, but you might actually have to be its auntie because my mom will only care for Louie. Fine. I'll take a Corgi. Okay. Josh loves Corgi. So he'd be all in. Okay. Uncle and auntie. auntie. I'll just be the Monica in your relationship. What's Monica? Monica L. Padman or Monica. Oh, (laughs) you're not Monica Geller. No, <laughs> I'm like, Rachel. I'm a Rachel. Let's <laughs> well, be honest. Okay. You're Monica. Fair enough. <laughs> Why? Oh, because I'm a chef. Yeah. <laughs> and I like things clean. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, anyways, so what were we talking about? Atlanta. Yeah, that's all I had to say. Yeah. I don't really have anything else to say about the about the episode. Should Nothing we talk about happened. Salt Lake? Let's talk about Salt Lake so we can get into Southern Charm because that's what I really am right. for. Salt Lake, um, I hate Jen. Yeah, she's so a monster. fucking much. And she got hers this week. I was so glad to see everybody around that couch at the end of the episode where that, like, random lady, who was she, a therapist or something? A hy- uh, hypnotist, right? Yeah, and she was like, who here trusts Jen? And nobody. Nobody does. Even Heather. Even he- <sighs> Jen fucking smacked her hand. Okay, let's start from the beginning. They're in Vegas. They've... Whitney, Lisa, and Meredith all went to the race car track. Mm-hmm. They had a come to Jesus. Whitney, even though I don't think she should have apologized to them, was like, I'm apologizing. I should have come to you guys before I said anything. Which, okay, fine. I guess I take that back. She should have apologized and just been like, I should have come to you guys first. Mary is the one who started this problem. Right. And she's not she even She relayed something to Whitney and Whitney relayed it to everyone else. Right. She did it at the wrong time. Fine. Mm-hmm. But she didn't ruin Sharif's party, which is what Jen keeps saying. She well, ruined my husband's birthday she party. Meant she shouldn't have mentioned it at the party, but, but Jen, Jen ruined the, the party. Mm-hmm. Jen ruined the party. Like, and she will not admit that she was wrong in any part of that. Right. Which is what's driving me the most crazy. She so, has a temper. When he's like, I apologize. And Meredith and Lisa were like, great. Water under the bridge. We can move forward. Thank you for apologizing. We accept it. Onward and upward. Mm-hmm. So they go to dinner. Jen, Meredith, and Lisa get there first. Mm-hmm. And they start talking about it. And they're like, yeah, we, we had the time with Whitney. She apologized. We're all good. Like, everything's fine. Yeah. And Jen's like, oh, what? Like, went off the rails. And they, Jen was like, well, she lied and they yeah. were like, no, she just said what she was told. Yeah. She didn't lie about anything. Right. Maybe she was lied to, but she didn't lie. And Jen will not accept it. No. So she goes off in her like, are you fucking kidding? Like that, <laughs> you know that like yeah. guttural voice yeah. that she gets when she yells? Oh, yeah. She just like lost her marbles. And I love that Meredith was like, Bye. Like, before it even got out of hand, she was like, I'm excusing myself. See you later. Yeah. And Jen was pissed. So that took her up another notch. Then Whitney and Heather walk in. And Whitney gets, like, basically pushed up against a wall by Jen just walking in. And she's like, what did I do? What happened? What did I do? Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, she went off the rails. How did, How have she and Sharif ever had, like, a productive couple's argument? She just... Yeah. I mean, well, it's like... When he apologized to her for, like, leaving. I mean, he probably leaves her alone. If my husband left me alone and didn't text me or call me, like, we would not be married. But, right. like, 
that's probably what he has to do because you can't get a like a word in until she like has time to deflate. Well, like and like the fact that she takes her anger out on everyone except for the one person that like it, she's mad at Whitney, fine, for no reason really, like enough. Like she's she, mad at Mary and she hates Mary, but she can't take it out on Mary because Mary's in a not locked in a closet somewhere. Right. But she like is mad at Whitney, but she like Takes it out on everyone else because they're not also mad at Whitney. Mm-hmm. And it's like, grow up and also don't hit and your And she friends. wants Heather to be mad at Whitney, who is her cousin. And Heather right. and Whitney, like, did it together. And, like, Heather's, like, actual normal sane human being. And She's the most sane of the group. I think Whitney's pretty sane, too. Heather I think she's kind is of an airhead, but. the queen. She is. And she's just, like... The most level-headed, you could tell she's very loyal because she was just like, I'll still be friends with Jen after this. Like, she's having a moment. It needs to be reconciled, but, like, I'll still be her friend. And everybody else is like, peace. I'm Yeah, and she, like, her breakdown of, like, I'm, I feel like you're gonna, like, not be my friend anymore is, like, understandable and, like, relatable. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, Jen just doesn't care. No, Jen's the fucking worst, and I hope she doesn't come back. I hate her. Like, she's... Not she's not even fun to watch. It's not even fun it's drama. It's stressful. Yeah, it's very stressful, and you're just watching. And you're just like, how is a person this? It was like the season of Jersey when they were having all the problems between Teresa and Joe and Melissa. Yeah, and it was like stressful for me to watch. Yeah. So anyway, that was basically it, and the episode ends with them being like, "Hey, Jen, we don't trust you. What are you gonna yeah. do about it? Let's see what happens next week." I know. So that was that. That's Salt Lake City. I hate Jen. Um. Everybody else is fine. Mary, I don't think we'll come back. She's not doing anything for me. I don't want Mary to come back. She creeps me out. Well, and she's not even, like, fun to watch. No. She's, like, unrelatable. She's her, her cousin is her servant. Right. And she doesn't even know anything about her cousin's personal life. Right. But her cousin's always in her closet. It's, like, her <laughs> she house self. Closet. Dobby. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> It's a Harry Potter thing. I know that, but I don't know what the reference is. Anyway. Okay. Um, so. Southern Charm. Southern Charm. <sighs> it was the first, in the, words, the first reunion. In the words of the guy who does The Bachelor, the host of The Bachelor. The most dramatic was season. The most Chris, dramatic reunion. Chris something. Whatever his name is. The most dramatic reunion that we've seen on Southern Charm thus far. Um... Where should we even begin? So, we can talk about the little things first. Like, Shep having a girlfriend that he, shocking, cheated on. He doesn't deserve anyone until he can, like... That girl is a fucking angel. Yeah. Like, she's... She loves him for who he is. Exactly. Just like they said, they're like, he. she doesn't care if he has, like, a gut, a plumber's crack, anything. Like, she loves all of that shit about him that would turn most people off. Yeah. But she truly is just like, I love your gross belly. You're going to dislike this, but I liked Pringle even more in the reunion. Agreed. I will absolutely agree with that. And I will say next week when Craig makes that comment about his kids, where he's like, if you miss your kids so much, why'd you move? And Pringle's like... I will wake the fuck up if you talk about my kids. I was like, oh, okay. I'm sorry, but I've been team Pringle. Okay, Pringle. The whole time. Okay. I'm, I don't think he's hot. I think that he's smart. He seems real. He, he mentioned like, I don't even remember, but he like mentioned a book or something. He was just like being smart. And I was like, okay. <laughs> 
Like he's read a book once. Yeah, I mean, has Craig read a book? Craig makes pillows. He's too busy. <laughs> he's the Martha Stewart of Bravo. <laughs> oh my God, we can get to that. But Pringle, I agree, was like more attractive. Who was your favorite dressed? Leva. Um, Leva for me. You're gonna hate this, Catherine. Catherine. She looks the best. I don't like her blonde hair. I love it. I think she looks great. I don't like the blonde hair. I, I think it. I'm just used to her being a redhead. I think you're used to her having horrible hair and now she has good hair and you yeah. don't know what to do with it. I don't know what to, It just matches her skin. Like, it, I feel like it matches her skin. I understand that, but I think she looks good as a blonde. Maybe I'll get used to it. But Maybe. her body looks great. I mean, Madison looked great. Madison looked great. I think her dress was stupid. Um, I liked Leva's dress. Just I Yeah, loved, she looked amazing. Like a ruffly, girly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. Danny I... was... Nah. Danny has like a French twist with two curly tendrils. So mm-hmm. who did George her hair? Washington? Yeah, <laughs> Martha Washington. <laughs> um, and Danny with her shaky voice, like I'm about to, like I can't do the on the verge of tears voice is all the Danny, time, even when she's not even talking about anything sad. Is Danny the new Landon? Like maybe? Uh, I don't know if she'll be as as controversial as Landon, but Ugh. maybe as annoying. I hated Landon. Equally as much as I hated Ashley. Really? Yes. Well, they're friends now, so that's perfect. Gross. Kill yourselves. Um, oh, God. <laughs> that's strong. Um, so, best dressed for me, Catherine. Okay. Um, Craig talking about his pillow empire. So funny. And, like, when he got upset about Pat, like, bad-mouthing his pillows, and he's like, well, now she's selling them for $24 at Joanne's, and I'm selling mine for $74 at... I mean... True. Sorry, Pat, but... (laughs) It's true. It's true. His pillows are shit. I would literally never never have one in my home. Mm -hmm. I think... 80% 80% of the reason that they sell is because they're coming from And Craig. I agree with Pringle. If he sold a Craig body pillow, that shit would sell. Yeah. And I think Pat's aesthetic is the same, mm-hmm. but she doesn't have the Craig X factor. And so her pillows aren't selling because they're more expensive and they're for more the same f- shit. more expensive material and not like a screen printed crab. Yeah, so I don't like- need a screen printed crab on linen, nor do I need one on silk. No. So they're competing in the same market. The only thing Craig's I want... Craigs are affordable and that's the only reason they're selling. The only thing I want is a kimono with Louis' face on it. Well, you can have that for a price. It's expensive. It is very expensive. I will get one. Well, I will have it. one. With that tax return you're expecting. <laughs> <laughs> that next stimulus check. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. I needed this. <laughs> um, I hope you don't spend your money on that, but... You know, to each his own. I'm not here to judge. That that goes to whatever I you I feel need. like I could have that made myself for, like, half the price. Absolutely. Would it have Pat's signature on it? Oh. I don't want Pat. I, if it has Louie's picture on it, that's all it I care about. It doesn't matter. Well, yeah, you could literally get on one of those cheap-ass t-shirt sites that puts your whatever you want all over whatever garment of clothing. Oh, yeah, I could do that. And then that's it. Perfect. Then you're done and it's, like, I'll get one bucks. with Louie on it and one with Eliza on it. Perfect. Just together. <laughs> just do it all in one. They don't like each other that much. Oh. And you still like Eliza? Eliza's scared of him. Which I get because I'm scared of big dogs. And like he's big to her. She's, no, he's she's not. She's a baby. She's three. She's not a baby. She's small. She's small, but Louie is the size of, of a wiener dog. 
Like, he is tiny. I know, but she's, like, a little bit scared of him. I just think it's funny that you said, oh, well, I'm scared of big dogs, too. I am. But Louie's not a big dog. Like, not even in the category. To me, Marley is a big dog. She's probably the same size to me as Louie is to Eliza. There's no way that's true. Eliza has a big dog at her home. I know. I don't know. (laughs) She's the sweetest. She's very sweet. And I will adopt her if your sister ever wants no, to No, I'm her. taking her. You're getting a corgi. <laughs> <laughs> There's only room in your house for two dogs, and the corgi is going to be your number two. Fine. Anyways, Eliza shouldn't be scared of Louie. He's I'm not a name dog. my dog like Walter or something. Like, uh, Wolf Blitzer is going to be your dog's name. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Best. Wolf. Wolf Blitzer. Lutz. Wolf Blitzer Cuomo Lutz. <laughs> what's louis full name for everyone listening louis garth michael strahan trevor noah lutes <laughs> lutes at the end just lutes and then if you get married you're gonna tack on the last name to yeah Luis, so uh, cuomo <laughs> <laughs> who's your other crush chris cuomo no garth you, brooks i thought you had another um cnn crush oh just chris cuomo oh that's it yeah. All right. Well. Oh well. I love um, John King, but yes. I don't have a crush on him. I just love oh, him. You just love him. He and Dana Bash are going to get back to. I mean, anyways. Dak Shepard. Lots of name options. Yeah. Yeah. For Louis. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, um, I don't remember. What we were, oh, we were talking about a Komodo. <laughs> we're, talking about, we're talking about Pat's <laughs> shitty pillows, and he shouldn't come for Pat like that. Like he. Got she a, came for him though. Sure. And I think he's very bitter, and I think he was expecting, like, maybe praise from her, and he didn't get that, and so he's just like, well, fuck you then. But they're both jealous of each other. I don't know that Pat's jealous of him. I just think that... I think she's threat... Like, she's not as successful as him, so she's pissed. She also doesn't need to be. No, but, like... Like, Craig needs this money. Yes, but, like, she's not. Right. So, like, and she was expecting it to be, like, oh, this will be easy. Like, this will be, like... Yeah, that's true, yeah. I mean, maybe if you, like, bottled a cocktail by Michael and put his picture on it, that That would show itself. I'd buy it. But that's a good idea. Oh, my God. Let's Uh, do it. New company. Let's reach out to Michael. New company alert. (laughs) Sorry, skinny girl margaritas. We're going to have Michael martinis. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Jen only, though, because Jen is healthy and vodka is not, according to Pat's book. Um... I don't know. My mom is into gin martinis now, but I, I love a gin martini. I've never had one. So um, if you go to, there's a place in Kansas City. It's an Italian restaurant called Jasper's. Um, Why are you telling me to go somewhere when you know I won't go unless you go? Um, we can go together, but okay. we'll go sit at their cute little bar and they will make you martini. But they say in the description, they're like, unless you ask us for vodka, it's being made with gin because gin is really how you make a martini. Interesting. Like they're like almost insulted. I if love you want gin. Vodka. I like gin drinks, but, like, I just don't know if gin and olives go together. You, it does. So, okay. it just gives it kind of, like, a spicy bite. Okay. I would describe. Okay. Um, I love them. Okay. So, we'll go to Jasper's right. and have a cute little martini. Perfect. And have a cute little Next fat kid meal. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Valentine's Day. We'll yeah. Um, anyway. Sorry, Josh. <laughs> Josh can come, but, like, sit at a different table. Um... He would probably request that, let's be honest. If it was you and me, yeah. maybe. Yeah, he'd be like, um, can I just like find a boy to eat with? <laughs> Sorry, Josh. Anybody want to talk about sports or I bikes? I don't have a boy. No. You can talk about sports with Louie. <laughs> oh, 
go sit at the bar and talk to the bartender. We're going to have a romantic meal. <laughs> Thanks. Um, love you, Josh. Anyways, so Southern Charm. Leva is a queen. She... You guys really romanticized cheating. I loved when she said that because it was such bullshit when Andy's like, have you been faithful to Taylor? And Shep's like, no. And I don't think that Shep was trying to be like, it was okay that I did it. No. He was just like, this happened. We had an honest conversation about it. I felt horrible. This is the situation. Yeah. Whatever. And we move past it and we're happy and whatever. And then Austin has to come in with his <laughs> quote from Madison, Muppet Mouth, which I love. <laughs> and be like, you know what, Shep? I think you cheating was the best thing that could have happened because look how your relationship is now. And Lev is just like, hold up. <laughs> Quit romanticizing cheating. That's I'm insane. Just to like me. picturing Austin sitting in like the two old man, the two old men. Yeah, like <laughs> in the opera, like Marley and Marley. Oh wait, that's from Muppets Christmas Carol. What are their names in normal Muppets? I don't know. Anyway, that's who I'm picturing. They're the Marley brothers in the Muppets Christmas Carol. The two old men that's uh-huh. in the opera. Uh-huh. That's their character in the Muppets okay. Christmas Carol. But I can't remember anyway. their names. Austin. I think they rhyme. Anyway. Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but yeah, Levo was just like, no, because just before that, Craig was like accusing Madison of sleeping with some XMLB player that was supposedly married. A Is that who that is? Because he's not married. Yeah, he is. Isn't he married to JLo? They're engaged. Are Statler they? and Waldorf. Maybe they got what? That's their names. Really? Statler and Waldorf. We're talking about the Muppets now. Yeah. <laughs> In case anyone was wondering about that. You're oh, wrong. and they have like ex-wives on their Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote this Wikipedia? But I didn't know. But it's definitely the taller one with the grumpy eyebrows. Oh my God. <laughs> Thank you for looking that up. It's important information. Um, what? So it's not A-Rod. <laughs> Are J-Lo and A-Rod married? Look that up. Google that while we're talking. Because I don't think they are. I thought they were just engaged. Maybe they got like... Behind the scenes married during COVID. Southern Charm star Madison LaCroix's sister shuts down rumors she had an affair with A-Rod. I really don't think A-Rod is sliding into her DMs. They're engaged in March 2019. People are trying to guess who it is just because they bleeped out the name on Southern Charm. Right. But Andy was like, oh yeah, that guy is very famously married. It's not It's not A-Rod. Well, it, I mean... it. I was like, I had to look up Jay Cutler and make sure he was a football player. <laughs> like, <laughs> play for the Bears, doy. Um, I had to. That's why they lived in Chicago. Anyway, get it, Madison. Don't fuck with JLo's man, though. Yeah, don't fuck with anyone married is my first thing. Also, though, it's not Madison's responsibility to monitor anyone's No, but if it's A-Rod, you know that he's in a relationship. 100%. I was like, is it Jim Edmonds? Like, oh, I gross. I don't know. It's like a fellow Bravo I mean, star. definitely Jay was involved. Um, yeah, we, we talked about But like, week. Jay is not cute enough for either of those. <gasps> oh my God. Sorry. Another segue. Everybody, sorry. Army Hammer, which we ended on. Oh my week. God. Did you look it up? I did. He's like a cannibal. Oh my gosh. Okay. Tell me what you know. So I know that he, like, broke up with his girlfriend, and then he had, like, a very, very young girlfriend that yeah. was, like, involved in all of that shit. 
And he's like a dom, but yeah. he, they take turns. Yeah. I read. And he crosses the line from what I understand. And he's neighbors with Erica Jane and somehow Erica is tied to him. Yeah. I read something today. The account Not Skinny But Not Fat posted that somebody is taking his place in a movie that he was supposed to be a part of that he got kicked off of because yeah, of Yeah, it was like a romantic... Something that I would like. Yeah, and they were like a non-cannibal... Oh, Vulture is the... Pe- they're the people that wrote the article. Okay. And the, and the title was like, non-cannibal actor so-and-so is going to take the place of Army Hammer. And I was like, he's a fucking cannibal on top of all of this? Yeah, it's like he... like. Chews on people. What? Josh Dumel. Yes. It's called Shotgun Wedding. It'll be Josh Dumel and, and J-Lo, and I'm not mad about it, because Josh Dumel is hotter than Army Hammer. Uh, yeah, and also J-Lo is a queen. Um, yeah. Yeah. Gross. He's gross now. Can you believe? That's insane to me. Anyway, so we oh closed on Oh my god. That. <gasps> what? Army Hammer exits Godfather. Making of TV series at Paramount. His life is over. Like, sorry, Army. I'm not sorry. Goodbye. Anyways. Creepy. Southern Charm. (laughs) Where were we? Um, What else happened that we loved? Oh, Craig needs to calm the fuck down on Madison. (laughs) Yeah. Why does he hate her so much? Even Andy came out and was like, dude, chill out. Well, because the episode ended with Shep being like, Hey, Austin, at what point are you culpable for any of this? Right. Stick up for yourself. If you're that upset, you say something. I mean, I get it. Like, he's the fucking shit to her. Yeah. And, like, I don't know why she still likes him, but clearly there's something about him that's, like, lovable. Yeah. But he's disgusting to me, and he does have a fucking Muppet mouth. 100%. And, ugh, gross. I feel like he, like, slobbers on everything. Anyway. Yeah. Ugh. I just hate that Madison gets so worked up about him. And I hate that the whole episode was her, like, with subtle little digs at him. Just being like, well, he's never Except for know. the Muppet Mouth. Well, I love the Muppet Mouth because it's, like, 100%. I am doing a meme of Austin as a Muppet. As a Muppet. Which one? That's a great, great question. Um, either Astoria or Waldorf <laughs> or whatever his name is. Okay. Um, I just want to know... Why Madison cares so much. Because in the next episode, the preview is Andy being like, oh, you're like revenge body. Or you're, you had a full mommy makeover or something. And, she, she and had, then Andy, hasn't seen of course, yeah. is like, Austin, what do you think? Which like, what's he going to say? Like, she right. looks hot. Obviously not. He's super bitter. He's not going to give her any But like, did she need that? Because she was hot anyway. No, she didn't. She looks great. But she's just like, well, he's never going to see it. And it's just like, and whatever MLB player, we will get to the bottom of this. Mm-hmm. But she's like, well, he's better than you. And it's like, I get that feeling, but also like, be above it. Like, just. They're all like. <laughs> Sorry. What are you um, looking at? The ethical cannibals of the world would like the Army Hammer News to cycle to an end. Ethical cannibals? Yeah. That's a thing? What is an ethical cannibal? It says it's a Slate article. Okay. We'll talk about this offline. I need to, we need to dig into this more. Anyway, she, I mean, she gets her temper riled up when it comes to Austin. 
and she just needs to like be above it. And why is Craig so passionate about it? But it's also Austin doesn't even seem to be that passionate. No, he's not. Like get over it, man. Right. I think that Austin or Craig she said something about Craig's current girlfriend sleeping with Austin, and I think that's why Craig is upset. Yeah, but like she didn't say anything that wasn't true. Right. She just said, and yeah, I do think she was being malicious at that time. And I don't, I mean, say we've what you want about been, Madison, like being a queen, but like. We've all been malicious at some point. Yeah, but she was saying that because she knew it right. would get a reaction. Right. And I do think she's a little bit petty that way. But Craig is like acting like she did some sort of like crazy damage. And it's like, but everybody already knew it. Your girlfriend was on Love Connection. She was trying to be on reality shows. Right. She's dating you. It's like Brittany Cartwright. Yeah. Like, like she slept with Austin. He clearly was like, I'm never going to see this girl again in one night stand. Good for me. And then Craig's like, oh, wait, I like you. Yeah. And so now she's around and that's what she wanted. Right. Clearly. I don't know the girl. I think she's an odd She's choice. not even that cute. Yeah. Um. I think she's cute. But in the boat, she wasn't that cute. In the boat, she wasn't cute. The gondola. But I do think in like some pictures, I think she's pretty. Anyway, I think she's a good match for Craig. She's no Naomi. Well, Naomi was far out of Craig's league and we all know that. Um, But I think it's clear that she wanted to get in there somehow. Right. And I'm not denying that they have true feelings for each other. Maybe they really are in love. I, I think that's probably the case. But if you're... On a TV show, Andy's TV show, Love Connection, which, by the way, I've never heard of. He, I remember when he did it because Ramona was on it. When was that? Like I've a few never years heard ago. of it. A couple years ago. Oh, sorry, Andy, that that didn't work out literally at all. Because yeah. I don't, no one remembers that. No. Um, but then you sleep with Austin. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden you're with Craig. Mm-hmm. Like, clearly you're trying to be in the group somehow. Right. And maybe that was her intention but at first. But I also first. don't know that it wasn't Madison's intention. True. So, like, she did Pat's hair, and then Pat was like, oh, you should, you know, whatever. Who knows? But, like, everyone is guilty of, like, finding their way on that show somehow. Yeah. So, let's not judge, lest we be judged. And <laughs> Is that from the Bible? I don't know. I don't read the Bible. I feel like it's something my mom would say. Does Martha read the Bible? No. (laughs) Well, I mean, she probably... (laughs) Maybe one of these days. Anyways, Southern Charm was explosive. Catherine came out of the woodwork at the end being like... You thought she was gone? Now here she is or something Yeah, whatever. Like, you thought this bitch was gone? Well, now I'm back. So, and like, you could tell she felt awkward after she said it. Yeah, (laughs) It was like a... Because everybody was like... She like, well, quiet. Um, um, her boyfriend has the last name of Ravenel, but, but like, it's not the same spelling. So I'm like, how does that work? Also, his name is Caleb, but it's Kleb. 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 <laughs> so. So. Congrats that to me. that. Um, he's cute. He's very cute. Catherine looks great. Sorry, I'm going to say it again. She looks hot. That's she does. It. She does. But like, I'm just like, not sure about the blonde. But anyway, so that was Southern Charm. Next week is going to be amazing. And so on to our book. On to the book. We are almost at so. an hour. <laughs> so let's talk we'll about We'll make it quick. Yeah, there's really nothing to we say read except this book sucked. Standing Strong by Teresa Giudice. 
Teresa. Um, I just, you know, uh, I just want to say that this is the memoir of a very hardworking, strong, and inspiring, and hardworking and strong woman. <laughs> what? That's all. Like, I felt like every chapter was her repeating how strong and inspiring <laughs> she is and how much she inspires her fans and how what? strong. How? Huh? How is she strong? She tells us she's strong <laughs> all all the time. Um, okay. That's what she tells us. So this book, book it, and I agree. This book is Teresa's follow-up to Turning the Tables, which we've already reviewed, which was her story of prison life. And her basically, Orange is the New Black memoir. Yeah, maintaining that she was innocent and had nothing to do with the reason that she was in jail. Yeah, and... so my first note is, well, Teresa is still in denial about prison. <laughs> <laughs> she simply signed papers that her husband told her to sign. Okay, and I will say that I think that Joe was so controlling in their relationship that even if she said to him... I want to read these. He'd be like, absolutely not. Just fucking sign it. Trust your husband. So as much as I don't think Teresa's completely innocent about what was going on, I do think that she probably didn't deserve to go to jail. No, I agree. I don't think that she deserved to be in prison for that, for Joe's bullshit. But then later in the book, she compares herself to Hillary Clinton. And I'm like, back (laughs) fuck off. Especially because she has a chapter about Trump, which we will get into, which is the only notable part of this book. Um, So anyway, she does admit, which she didn't in the prison memoir, she does blame Joe for what happened. Yes. She does get spicy toward him. Yes. In the book. Very much. She's like, I'm still pissed as hell for for like what he did. She says it over and over and over again. Yet, she still pretends that they have the perfect loving relationship and they're still attracted to each other and like... Um, but towards the end of the book, she does say like, I don't know what's going to happen once he's out. Right. So I think that by the time she wrote this, she was kind of like, I don't really want to be with him anymore, but I need to pretend for my family. Yeah. Um, a red flag for me though, with her not knowing anything about what was going on is she mentions when she was given the, like given the pitch of being on the housewives, she said, is everything good with you and your businesses, you know, financially? Why would you ask that if you didn't know that anything was going on, like, under no. the table? Right. So, clearly, she knew that something was going that on. That he was doing something wrong. She says that she is not as dumb as she is portrayed on TV and that she, just because she's not articulate does not mean she's dumb. And I don't think that she's dumb, but I do think that she's dumb. Yeah, I think that she, I think, mm, no, I think, I just think she's dumb. She was blissfully unaware. And even if she like minutely expected, like suspected something, she, she was just like, it's easier just to sign the paper. Yeah. Um, anyway, so my next note is there's basically a whole chapter about Mother's Day and her birthday Mm -hmm. and how everyone forgot it was her birthday while she was at a photo shoot with Melissa. Mm-hmm. But then they actually didn't forget it was her birthday because they threw her a surprise party at the, the place where the place photo, shoot, where the photo was. shoot was. So that was the whole chapter. Yeah. This is this was my like main thought while I was reading the book. 
Um, I'm just going to come out, come out up front and say, don't read this book. It is boring as fuck. We'll tell you everything that you need to know about this book to save you the 200 something pages of wasted time. Right. Because there's nothing juicy in it. There's nothing exciting. It's her complaining about what Joe did to her. Um, talking about, about how house. strong she yeah. is. And that's pretty much it. So my main thought going through it is like, she'll start a story and she'll give you so many details that you're like, oh, she's she's going to like tell us something juicy. And then she reads tweets by her daughters or like just like qu- direct quotes, tweets of people talking about how amazing she is. Right. But like she'll be like, so we show up at the restaurant. I'm wearing a black dress. I order the lobster. My friend orders the shrimp, crab cakes, whatever. And so you're like, okay, I'm going to keep reading. It seems like she's leading up to something. So you like keep reading. But then that's just it. She's just telling you that she went to dinner and, that, and what they ate. And you're like, and that was the story. My Why makeup you- artist came over and she put highlighter on my nose and yeah and it's like why why are you telling us this who told you to write this book there's nothing in it nobody cares okay so i want to point out she she tells us about when joe goes to prison so she comes home she's home for three months with joe before he has to go to prison and she said during that time he's like wasted all the time like super attentive to her like more than he had been in their marriage at all yeah and then he left Mm -hmm. she mentions that on the morning he left that they were saying goodbye, like all of the kids said goodbye, and they left for school with tears in their eyes. You're going to send your kids to school on the day their dad goes to prison for three years? Right. You couldn't have just kept him home with But then you let Melania, or... like, stay home or something? Yeah, I can't remember. I yeah, don't Melania know. stayed home. Um... And he wanted Burger King for his last meal on the way to prison. Burger King, of all things, if you're going to stop for breakfast, because I would imagine it was a it was a morning drive. McDonald's, McDonald's, Chick Fil A, anything else? Burger King? Why? Um, the only interest pseudo interesting thing was that she, when she was um twelve, she went on a family trip to Italy mm-hmm. where they spent a month in Italy, and um that's when she met Joe Giudice. But um, she was she was dating a twenty year old when she was At 12, twelve. Who she was making out? Who with. asked for her hand in marriage in a letter to her parents just to stake his claim over her? And she loved it. She loved it over she Joe. She was twelve. Twelve. And she was like, and Joe beat him up, and I loved it, like because that's what Joe does, right? If he he's a meathead, if I've ever seen one, disgusting. Yeah. I love a bulky dude. I don't love a dude like that. I don't want a meathead who's like looking for a fight everywhere he goes. No. No, thank you. No. Not attractive. Josh is not a meathead. Not even close. (laughs) (laughs) Josh, Um, you're perfect. I love you. Um, Also notable is that um, Joe was in prison with Apollo. Oh, he was? I don't even remember that. She mentions it. She said, he met a few nice guys, including Apollo Nita. Phaedra Park's ex from the Real Houses of Atlanta. Hot. So they were in prison together, which is a great Bravo, you know. Crossover. Yeah. Um, She also says Madonna Mia 50,000 times. Or love, love, love. I love, love, love cooking for my family. she did in the last book also. Yeah, and so she just carries that Um, coolness over. And then, you know, 
It's very hard for her to run her household with Joe not there. She did not sign up to be a single mother. It's hard and sad and a lot of work. And she's the breadwinner and has to work really hard and do two jobs. And it's hard. Yeah. And I also don't want to talk about um, how hard it is to have a 10,000 square foot home that sits on a bunch of acres and how much help you need. If it's that hard, bitch, get a smaller house. And then her mom dies, which is sad. Of course. I did feel sorry for her in that part of the book. But she, like, the thing is, she goes into minute detail about everything that went wrong with her mom and then everything that went wrong with her dad during the mom and then like not telling the dad that the mom had died and like her mom was 66 but she looks like she was like 90 did she she looks way older than like my grandma did yeah like my grandma is 85 and she does not look that old yeah so Anyway, that was... um, It was sad. I did feel for her when she was writing, because she seemed to be very kind of codependent on her parents. And And she was, like, bitter that her mom was there to help Joe, but wasn't there to help her, which is, like, completely the wrong thing to be saying. Yeah. Um, I do think she loves her parents, and... But I think that she's very shallow. Yes. She Um, does um, talk about... Her relationship with the other ladies in the group. Like, mm-hmm. she talks about how much she hates Jacqueline. Right. Um, she talks about how I she... I still don't know what Jacqueline did. I don't either. Um, she's not close with Caroline, but she is still close with Dina. As of the point that this book was written, I don't know where they're... They still are close. Okay. She says at she... one point that Dina was married... Or she was engaged. And Teresa said that how happy she was because... She was married, this is a quote, she was married to two guys who treated her like shit. I never had to deal with that. Joe was a pretty good husband. What? You never had to deal with anyone that treated you like shit? My fucking wife. Yeah, that fucking bitch, he said in his microphone. Right. On the show. And he never, she talks about like cheating and if Joe ever cheated on her, she wouldn't leave him, but like she can't judge other people. And I'm like, excuse me. Yeah. No, goodbye. Um, and then there's a chapter on Donald Trump. Okay, let's... Okay, sorry for my mouth noises. For me... Let's talk about it. For me, the most char- shocking part of that is that she calls him a philanthropic family man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she loves him. And she love, love, loves him. And her biggest regret is that she was a felon and she couldn't vote for him. Why didn't Joe get pardoned by him? <laughs> That's a great question. That would have been a great use of the pardons. Um, Joe Exotic tried to get a pardon too, but he didn't. I'm posting that on Instagram today. Where where is Joe DJ's um, pardon from at, Trump? At well, he's kicked off. But well, anyway, he. Um, if you have listened to this podcast for any extended period of time, you know that we do not like Donald Trump. Um, literally hate Donald Trump with every fiber of my being. Um, but yeah, so there is literally a chapter called like pres- Trump for president or something. Mm-hmm. And, and she thinks Hillary is a criminal and cr- Hillary deserved to go to jail. So I'm, I haven't looked at Teresa's Instagram, um, but I wonder if she said anything since, because this book was written in like 2017, 2018. And Trump has been, he was on his bullshit from day one. But I wonder if she said anything since it got really, really bad. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Because when she wrote this book, she was team Trump. 
Oh, yeah. And she, she was also- texting Ivanka and Eric, and she said she said something about Kimberly Guilfoyle, who is Donald Jr.'s Yeah, he's like, she said that she's gorgeous. She is. Yeah. And I'm like, she is... Never mind that she's a horrible person. Like, she... Like, I saw a speech of her because I felt like I needed to watch the Republican convention because yeah. I was watching the Democratic I know exactly one. what speech you're talking about. And she was just yelling the whole yeah. time. Yeah, very, like, Stalin energy for me. <sighs> um, but she also talks about how much she loves Siggy Flicker, who was on the show. Don't they fall out? Well, I don't know. But when she wrote this book, she talks Siggy about Siggy loves much- Trump. Exactly. So Siggy... Flicker, who, this is an office office reference, but, like, Siggy Flicker makes me think of The Office when Michael says Dink and Flicka. <laughs> <laughs> because he talks to Daryl in the warehouse, and he wa- and he's, like, trying to impress him, and he's like, Daryl will make up words that, like, black people say that, like, Michael can use to, like, be relatable, and one thing he told him was, like, Dink and Flicka, and so there's, like, one part of an episode where Michael does something stupid, and he looks at Daryl, and he's, like, Dink and Flicka, and Daryl's, like, Dink and Flicka, and then he, like, tells everybody what's going on. Anyway, so anytime I hear Siggy Flicker, I think Dink and Flicka, and that's all I care about. Siggy is trash. She was, like... Maybe we should read her book next. I hate her. I don't know if I can, but we will. So, does she have a book? Uh-huh. What is it? Uh, is it a memoir? Because I really Yeah, it's shit. like an advice book. Oh, great. I bet she has great advice about how to support Donald Trump, even though yeah. he's a horrible human. We could read Jill Zarin's book. Let's okay. go. Let's go on. Okay. Anyway, all the Jersey Housewives, I think, are Trump supporters. So. I believe it. Because yeah. they're all, like, rich, but, like, fake rich. Yeah. They've all cheated the system somehow, haven't they, Teresa yeah. and Joe? So well, Joe doesn't even live in the country anymore. He has been deported. Um. Anyway, she loves Donald Trump. She's best friends with Ivanka and good friends with Kimberly Guilfoyle and Donald Jr. And that was the hardest chapter to read. And My heart was. Pounding. You should all be impressed that we are still here. Yeah, that we got through without throwing the book or turning off our headphones or whatever. That's the last note I have. Really. I Um, gave, I think I gave up on the book after that. (laughs) I have a couple more things to say. Um, She, I, you listened to the book, which as we discussed on the last book of hers, Turning the Tables, I listened to it, but I had to get through it. So I, oh, I was on like like 1.8. I was on, what was it? Like I was listening at like three times or something and it sounded like a bumblebee. Yeah. And that's all I could hear while I was reading it in my head. Like this my last book. Our, our friend Dylan was like, do you remember the bumblebee filter on Snapchat? I probably yes. mentioned this last time, but like he would do like little bumblebee things, <laughs> and then he did like a mashup video that he posted on Facebook. He was like, bzz, bzz, bitches, like, <laughs> but it was like way high. And, yeah, like, yeah, it was cute. The bumblebee. Well, that's what Teresa's voice sounds like um, times three when you're listening to her audiobooks. Um, let's see. She talks about. The restaurant that um, her brother opened. And she also talks about the fact that she would love to start a Teresa Judice Judice, however you say it. Lifestyle. Empire. Lifestyle collection of swimwear because she loves swimwear. Okay. This is my number one beef. Why just because you like something does it give you the authority to create a line of it? Just because you like. Cough Beverly Beach. Exactly. Just because you like yoga pants doesn't give you any right 
to own a yoga pant company. I'm sorry, just because you like something. Guess what? I like pizza. I'm not going to open a pizza shop. I would love that, though. Well, it would be delicious. But I hate that. And it's not just Bravo specific. It's any celebrity that's like, oh, my God, I used eyeshadow once. I'm going to create a makeup line. I'm going to create a lip line. Like, fuck off. I'm so sick of that. Because there are people in the world who are truly passionate about those things and would be way better at it than someone who just has the money to throw at starting a business. Right. So fuck you, Teresa. I'm never going to buy your stupid yoga pants if you create them or a stupid swimsuit or a fucking sky top with like a sparkly on pier But she is, her background is in fashion, so. Me, me too. I'm not <laughs> going to go start a fashion line. Um, and then also, so Joe opened that restaurant, which we saw on the show, if you were watching. Um, and all of. Is it still open? I, probably not. But she said all of the uh, dishes were family heirlooms, <laughs> family recipes. Oh, the food. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the dishes are probably Melissa's good. salad. Yeah. Melissa's so chopped salad. Nana's meatballs, Papa's baked mussels, Melissa's harvest salad, Joey's chopped salad, Adriana's rock shrimp arabiata, whatever the fuck that is, Antonia's chicken, Gia's chicken, chicken melanase. Like those are the worst... Stop. You don't need yeah. to include everyone you've ever met no. on your menu for no. your stupid food that probably Donald's, is no better Donald's than... Donald's cheeseburger. It's Boogie to Beppo, just a smaller version right. of it. Right. And they don't have a Capri room. No. So I can bet you that much. I have no interest if you don't have a Capri room. I if don't. you don't have a Capri room, then don't talk to me. I don't me. even think our Boogie to Beppo <laughs> has a Capri room. We should go there and like film it and be like, where's our Capri, sit room? In the Capri room? <laughs> They're going to be like, ma'am. What the fuck are you talking we'll about? We'll bring our own lemons. You know who loves Buka de Beppo? Josh. <laughs> really? <laughs> When's his he's birthday? Like, Let's go like, there. They have a great bar. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? A bar? Let's go there for his birthday. <laughs> oh my God, can we? Yeah. We will. We um, will I will take our own decorations <laughs> and it'll be a bowl of lemons. Amazing. For the Capri room. Yeah. If we don't have the Capri room, then I'm not coming. <laughs> um, she also says... She throws a lot of, like, very subtle shade at Melissa through the whole book. Yeah. Like, but she'll they're be like, close, but they, like, they've forgiven each other, but, like... Yeah, but she's still kind of, like, digging at her the whole yeah. time. One example I can think of is when she talks about how they threw a birthday party for her, and Melissa was in charge of the cake, and the only thing she could say was that Melissa got me the ugliest zebra print cake. I said, you're kidding me, right? I put you in charge of this one thing, and this is what you get? That she went and got a custom cake made for you, and all, you, and you, and you took the time to write in your memoir how ugly the cake was. But, but she you guys also, have a great relationship. She also takes the time to like talk about the cakes that she gets her daughters, and it's like I spelled out thirteen and Gia in a cake, and like it was custom and beautiful and delicious. And I'm like, who cares? And also, where are you getting all this money? Right, like right. She's she's scared of like. Not having enough money, but then she buys her parents a trip to God knows where. And, like, yeah, I just don't get it. Like, when I don't have any money, I truly don't have any money. And I stay home. Yeah. When I don't have any money, I'm not like, well, and then I sent my parents on a trip to Jamaica. Right. Or the Dominican or wherever the fuck. Although they deserve it. But. Sure. But, like, if you don't have any money, then you don't. No. And why are they still living in that gigantic house? Right. I think that those houses, like, I feel like everything is builder grade. Oh, yeah, because they go up in, like, six months, and they're castles. Yeah. So, like, 
I feel like those houses are, are just large. Marem- remember Teresa's, like, when they first built that house, they, um, everything was custom, and they have those two giant wooden doors, and the handles on the inside are, like, angel wings. No, I can't. Guaranteed, Joe created that because he loves an angel wing t-shirt. Oh. Or an angel wing embroidered on the back of his Gross. Um, he probably has it tattooed down. on his shirt. He's so gross. He's a gorilla. Like, he's just, like, a big... And now he looks bulky... like he's, like, on meth. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. One extreme to another. No <laughs> offense to anyone who's on meth. <laughs> but um, if you watch Yellowstone. <laughs> I don't, but maybe I will. Uh, anyway, the last thing she talks about is... She, basically, the last chapter is just, like, kind of like, fuck Joe. I don't know if I'm going to stay with him. And now she has, like, a young boyfriend who is yeah. hotter than Joe. And but like, she's like, Joe better work when he gets out. He better figure out something to support right. our family. Little did she know he's about to get deported. Right. But... But how could she not have been expecting him to get deported? I just feel like everything that happened to Joe was his fault because he lived in America his whole life and he never became a citizen. Right. And, like, I'm sorry. Like, why did you do that? Because you're fucking lazy. He never, he lost his diploma. He lost his GED diploma. Yeah, she goes, Josh, she goes, Josh, she goes, Joe um, finishes, finished high school. He got a GED, but we just, we can't find the diploma. I'm like, if he really did, there's a record of it somewhere. Right. It's not like if you don't have the paper, it didn't happen. So his whole life is basically like cheating the system somehow. Yeah. Oh, before we... Stop. We have to talk about, like, the only part of the book that mattered and the only part that shocked me outside of the Trump love chapter was that Joe forced her to get IVF. Oh, my God. So they could have a boy because there was the same thing that Chrissy Teigen did, although she had to because she couldn't get pregnant naturally. Teresa clearly has no problem getting pregnant. Joe was like, I want a boy. So I'm going to put you and your body through this IVF procedure so we can basically try, like we can pick the boy or the girl, implant those, and you can have a boy because I want a boy. Mm-hmm. Fuck your body. Fuck the things that you have to go through to get there. But this is what I want, so we're going to do it. And she's like, well, I just want to make him happy. Yeah. So she put herself through IVF unnecessarily. And then it didn't take. Didn't take. So they racked up a ton of money. $10,000. They More than $10,000. Well, right. But that's what they owed at the end of it after it didn't work. And Joe was like, we're not paying it. And that's what got them into trouble. That's what started everything. Is they got a lien on their house. Because they had $10,000. They could have easily paid. And she was just like, can we just pay it? And he's like, we're not paying it. I, it didn't work. We're not paying it. And she's like, that's not really how it works. Whatever. How do you she's get like, a lien on your house? Like, how many months does that take of, like, not paying? She said that she paid it off after she was out of prison. Oh, my God. So, like, Joe is a piece of shit. Yes. Like, and I'm... I feel sad for her that she tried to cover for him for so long. Or, or... And she still doesn't even realize all of the shitty things that he did. Yeah, or or that she thought his behavior was okay. Like, she was just like, oh, I never had to deal with a, a bad husband. He was always great to me. Yeah. And I'm like, you think that's being treated well? Yeah. I feel bad for you if that's what you think. So that was the only chapter of the book that I was like, 
what? Yeah. Everything else was literally just her telling us things that we already knew. And how hard her life is, but like, oh God, I hated this book. Joe's um, one, his the business that he wanted to start when he got out of prison was, uh, he wanted her to trademark for him wine in a can. Good luck. Well... Think you lost out on that one. That uh, came and went. His homemade wine that everyone <laughs> probably drank out of the what is the Emilio or whatever that's like in the big bottles. Oh, you mean um, like Rossi? Yeah, like whatever the wine you buy that's in like the big like, the big growlers. Drugs. My mima used to <laughs> drink that. It's like something Rossi because they drink it on Insecure on their wine downs. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's cheap. Yeah, it's cheap. Anyways, so that was the book. It's literally shit that everybody already it. knows if you watch The Housewives. Yeah. Um, it's Teresa feeling sorry for herself, and but also saying how strong she is. And, and it's basically and like good mom and yeah. good person. And It's a precursor to her divorce from Joe, and now we know that she's with a young boyfriend. And, and most likely she'll write another one. Yeah, and she's coming on this new show and still saying dumb things like, I'm about to blow a casket. <laughs> Like, you can't be taken seriously if you're in an argument and you're like, you better calm the fuck down because I'm going to blow a casket. What? Yeah. yeah. Cool. You're so dumb. I am excited for New Jersey. I know. New Jersey's going to start before we know it. Yay. And we'll have more things to talk about because right now it's literally just Southern Charm and... Atlanta and Salt Lake. And Salt Lake City. And Southern Charm's going to be over in two weeks. So yep. what's next? Yep. Summer, summer, summer House. House. Summer House. I take that back. Summer yeah. House is amazing and it will give us great content. Yeah. But that's all. Bye I don't have anything else to say. Bye. Bye.